And welcome back, folks, to another week on the Stash It or Pass It podcast. We are your favorite weekly report on everything crypto, cannabis, and culture. Crypto being our weather report, cannabis our traffic report, and the Anything Goes culture report. Thanks for being here. We got another incredible week prepared for everyone out there. This week is more of a special edition geared towards the traffic report. We have a very exciting guest. His name is Andrew Morris. He is from Buckeye Relief in Columbus, Ohio. He's the 2019 Bud Tender of the Year. He was a 2019 Cannabis Cup Award winner. We are so excited to have him on the show. We had a very, very interesting and fun interview with him. You know, Reed prepared a variety of different questions, and we really just got to chop it up, and we had a little bit of fun, too, with the strains of the week and a couple doobs and don'ts. But we're really looking forward to having Andrew come on the show every now and then and just let us know what's going on. Now, he just has a completely different side to this entire movement and a really cool perspective and an incredible story. This man loves cannabis. He believes in the medicine and he's helping a lot of people. So again, we're so excited to have Andrew Morris from Buckeye Relief on the traffic report this week, coming at you live from the Stash It or Pass It podcast. Hey, thank you again for being here, everybody. Don't forget to check those show notes. We have some incredible referral links. Let me just tell you about one, and that is the Voyager app. When you spend your first $100, you get $25 in free Bitcoin essentially starting up 25%. So this is not financial advice, but that is a great deal. And I highly recommend checking it out. You can find that link in the show notes, and it's definitely going to help us keep on trucking here at the Stash It or Pass It podcast. But other than that, get ready for a couple updates on the weather report. And we're going to share an incredible mindful minute on the culture report. We got another fun reading for everybody, but we can't wait to have our man Stash Adams back on next week. He's been out in California getting down and dirty at the Crossed House Music Festival. You know, he took his girlfriend out there. They had a, you know, a really fun birthday and whatnot for her. So can't wait to have him back. But other than that, everybody, you know what's up. It's time. Buckle up and stash it. And we're back, folks, for a special edition of the Traffic Report. Sitting here with my man, Dr. B, and we got Andrew Morris sitting here with us. He's the 2019 Bud Tender of the Year. He's a Cannabis Cup Midwest winner. We're so excited to have him here. He works for Buckeye Relief in Columbus, Ohio. You see the branding on the cup. But my man, Andrew, how are you doing? Thank you so much for being here. I want to let you introduce yourself. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, like you said, Andrew Morris, I'm a Columbus born and raised feller. Um, been here my whole life waiting for all these uh, cannabis opportunities, and here we are. Absolutely. I love to hear it. So we were chatting a little bit here before we uh, you know, hit that record button, just circling back to how we all met, and it was actually a really cool event that went down in Columbus, and we were thinking 2018 or so maybe, but we got our dates a little mixed up just with COVID and whatnot, but we all met on a rooftop uh, there with the Ohio Green team, and uh, we're actually just uh, reminiscing on a little Trilly Wonka effect we had as well. But we just wanted to, uh, you know, share some of those old times and uh, how we all got together. Yeah, I, you know, Ryan Brown, Brandon, Durbin, Ohio Green team, those guys really close with Mike. I think Mike came out and spoke at that event, didn't he, about um, you know, his NFL 
and cannabis use, yeah. which was always a cool story. Yeah. It's always good to hear from Mike. But um, those guys have been pretty instrumental in, in how I got here, so I can't thank them enough, honestly. Absolutely, yeah, and we're uh, we're excited you're sitting here with us. You know, I know you know Reed really leads the traffic report for us, uh, keeps up with what's going on in legislation, education, and uh, you know the markets as well. But he has a uh, a lot of good questions for us today, and uh, we're excited to uh, watch y'all chop it up a bit. You know, I'll be sitting back, probably popping in, maybe mediating every now and then. But I have a a new. Very tasty Alexer Delta 8 pen. I told Reed, you know, I might be getting, I might be smoking these too much. I used to, you know, I was a big, you know, flower pusher forever. But like we were even saying, you know, where flower is actually recreationally legal, smoking consumption's down. So everyone can eat shit. But anyways, Reed, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you take it away from here a little bit, my friend. Yeah, man. So, uh, Andrew, how about we just start with, um, you know, what Buckeye Relief is, um, what it's all about, and just give us a high-level view of, of what you guys do in the, the medical industry here in Ohio. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So Buckeye Relief, high-owned and operated uh, by a gentleman, Andy Rayburn, who, who started it in, in 2017. Um, and we were one of the, actually, the first cultivators to get plants in the ground. So um, right out of the gate. Right. He was ready yeah. to roll. Um, they're actually united in mission, diverse and experienced, steadfast Ohio cannabis. It's kind of their slogan, so to speak. Um, oh, and it's right. It's it's united in mission. Right. Um, yep. We want to make sure all patients have the best meds they can access at affordable prices, so on and so forth. Diverse and experienced. The team up there, literally diverse and experienced. You got all kinds of different backgrounds and salt to the earth type people working at that facility that that grind it out every day to, to make it happen and then steadfast Ohio cannabis is what it is we're, we're trying to grow the best cannabis in the state um, and, and it starts at, at the bottom right you got all the people that package it and trim it all the way up to the grower so there's a whole lot of working pieces in that um, but I, I started pursuing the, the medical cannabis space in the probably 2016 with Ohio Green Team I worked for those guys um, pushing doctor's offices and, and uh, pain clinics and VAs and just letting people know, like, Hey, this is here. Like, yeah. Let people know, right. even if you can't prescribe it, here, here's a place like you can trust these guys. These doctors are great. Um, and, and, and that basically led into my position at, at Terrasana, which I opened the Columbus location, which was the first in, in central Ohio. And then um, worked my way up from bud tender, uh, Won a couple awards, uh, went out to a lot. They sent me out to Vegas for a Bud Tenders Award. Yeah. And um, I, I got to do some really cool things with, with Terrasana and really build my reputation. Um, uh, worked my way up into management, opened the Springfield store with Terrasana. Um, and the rest is kind of history. It led to this. I, I Between you, uh, me, you, and Jeff, I got burnt out on the retail. So it was like, okay, yeah. it, it's time to make a move. And um ended up here at uh buckeye relief yeah that's awesome and, and tell us a little more about the bud tender awards that you ended up going out to vegas for so that was actually they actually called the bud tender awards you can look up yeah. on online they have a pretty heavy online presence but um then different categories um i think i can't remember them off the top of my head but i fell into to mastermind category so actually people got to to vote on these categories i didn't pick like that category, like the people yeah. voted and that's what they picked me in the category to be in, which was pretty cool to go out there and be the only 
cat from Ohio in Las Vegas. There was like all these Vegas, uh, California and Colorado and, and you know, all these Arizona, all these bud yeah. tenders that, that had been doing it for probably years. And, and there I was like, Hey, Ohio. Um, so that was a really cool experience that I, I was really honored that Terrasana was able to help yeah. me experience them and, and get me out there. And, um, I mean, it was indoors. It, it, I'm trying to remember who, uh, oh, who was the, come on. There was a rap, the rap group, uh, uh, Be Real and them. God Cy- damn it. Cypress Hill. Thank you. Fucking Jesus. Cypress Hill, yeah. right? Cypress Hill yeah. had it basically. So they got to uh, put right. on a show. At the end. It was awesome, dude. I'll never, I'll never forget that. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So, so that that was, and then so in turn, I, I got an interview with Green Entrepreneur, the magazine. Um, they did twenty five top bud tenders in the country, and and did a little highlight piece on some of the work I'd done with Green Team. I I was always I preach it, you know, I live and breathe cannabis, so it, yeah, I was always helping. The specific story with Green Entrepreneur was I helped uh, this woman Jayla I knew and, and her autistic son get into the program and he was using CBD and, and that does great work for his epilepsy. But, but there was a lot of other issues he was dealing with that, that, that cannabis helped. So it's one yeah. of my heartfelt stories. I was shout out Jayla. Um, yeah. She's the shit. Um, but those two experiences again, were that wasn't happening in Ohio. So no, I, I feel like I kind of set the, the standard on, on, yeah. on that side, you know, obviously there's people that are doing this without reward every day. Right. But exactly, yeah, it was a, a really awesome experience. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, you're probably for me, the most recognizable cannabis advocate in Ohio. Um, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, which that's, that's part of the reason why I wanted to get you on here um, and, and hear kind of your story and what you're up to now uh, with, with Buckeye Relief. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's touch a little more on, on what you're up to now at, at Buckeye Relief um, and, and just hear a little bit more about that. I, I think, you know, what led Buckeye Relief to me was I had, what, arguably three years experience mm-hmm. in the retail space, right? So, so I knew what these patients looked like, what, what they liked, what they didn't like. Um, and I think that put me ahead of some of the, the rest of the hiring class, so to speak. But um, basically what I do I, outside sales would be my, yeah my role now. I actually just took a, a new promotion. So I'm, I'm waiting to kind of hear what, what the verbiage on that is, but basically what, what I'm doing currently and what I'm transitioning into is, is education, uh, patient education day, like scheduling out and getting in front of these people, whether it be the bud yeah. tenders or the, the patients. Um, so, so that's my biggest thing is, is engagement, right? Yeah. Engaging and, and making them familiar with the products and, mm-hmm. and showing them what you guys have to offer and that kind of stuff. Awesome. Yep. And we have a wide, we have a wide array of product as I think. Yeah. You know, so, so let's segue into, let's, let's hear a little bit about some of your guys's um, exclusive setups that you guys have with like Willie's reserve and Wana and a few of these under other ones. And, and how does that work? So th- Andy did a really good job. That's called a brand partner, right? So, yeah. so we're taking our flowers and we're processing them into extracts that are in turn infusing these products, right? So for example, yeah. uh, Wana, one of the more recognizable gummies in the yeah. country, right? I think they're in probably the state. most. Yeah. Right, right. Um, 29 flavors. I think we have 10 now close to. So so we haven't even hit, hit anywhere near on that. But so we're, at, long story short, we're, we're taking our oil and infusing their gummy. Right. So, so yeah. we're using their recipe with our oil. Um, I, 
I heard rumors of they're going to start training in our facility because of the strict standards and regulations that were held to on those percentages, right? Like if it, yeah, we have a 5% variance, for example. So if it says hundred milligrams, it's got to be within 5% of 100 milligrams. Yeah, Other states it's 15. It's, yeah. It's 15, 20 in California. Yeah, sometimes it's upwards of 20 in some yeah, states. I mean, isn't the testing, can't the testing be a little bit spotty on that too? It can. And the cool thing about us is we're, testing in-house we have, we have yeah. an in-house lab and then we're third party so gotcha. we're double we're double testing a lot of this product too um to verify a lot of yeah right and i think i remember hearing stories of him my kitchen guy going back and forth uh, with the labs about the chocolate testing and, and how controversial it was at the beginning because i've even read about chocolate specifically being really hard to to test yeah. out with with thc for whatever reason i don't know if they know why but but um testing it is right obviously a huge part of this it's it's medicinal so you want to make sure it's free of pesticides and all that yeah, garbage yeah. that you don't want in your lungs um you know i mean yeah, that's something cool. i i actually think about though a lot with testing because i just started you know using delta eight uh gummies more because uh you know i haven't been using you know my uh traditional thc cannabis you know i really like smoking flour but, uh, but yeah, with testing, so, you know, I scan the QR code, read some of these things, but I'm still like, I'm like, I don't know. Cause like the way I've always experienced edibles, like it was a little bit different, just the way these Delta eight ones are working. So I just, uh, sometimes well, even testing, I'm like, I don't know. Ohio put in a new regulation where we have to put out. If you've seen recently, it lists Delta eight THC on all of the edible packaging now. And right. we have put whatever if we're using it which we don't yeah. use it right now yeah. but i think well springs was um uh, and the other interesting thing about delta 8 is a lot of times it's synthesized from cbd so it, it, there's yeah. a chemical problem right to get it to the point so I, that's why it's controversial right but it's there's so many there's thco acetate there, there's right. tons of other synthesized yeah. from still from cannabis you can still synthesize from cannabinoids right i'm not opposed to that it's it's the full synthesization that bothers me right but yeah. right so, so that's, is that, that's what i was wondering ones. Cause that's what made me think like, I just felt like it wasn't like as natural as, you know, a normal, uh, a normal arguably edible. it's not, and arguably it's not as regulated, but I, you know, is it hurting anyone? You, right. you know, you'd be the judge. You seem fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, 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 I have been sleeping uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and I need to experiment more. When I saw Well Springs doing a Delta eight chocolate bar, I was like, okay. Hmm. Obviously yeah, there, there's, there's some value there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there, I've, I know a lot of people that swear by it. So I'm in. So we'll probably start putting CBN, minor cannabinoids, like yeah. another example, Keith Cola. We do the, the liquid beverage drinks. I like love the nano yeah. You like those? Hell those yeah. Incredible. I, so the neat thing about those, that nano emulse technology, right? So, so they've shrank yeah. it the size. That's so it absorbs as you're drinking it. Your, your stomach and your liver don't have to fucking do all the work to process yeah. it in the bloodstream. Um, so that's another brand partner that, that that's really pumping out some unique. I think we're dropping that's a 500, 500 milligram. Wow. And it affects your body quite a bit faster, too, with that technology, Great. right? It's like Correct. Yeah. I mean, instantaneous. Okay, cool. Like five minutes. 10 to 15 i mean five i'm sure is, is definitely an option um yeah, i think I mean, it depends I've... on everybody's different right like yeah your endocannabinoids different than than mine for example versus, i usually get about 15 minute onset but you know versus a lot of the, the edibles from the days of the black market where it's you might be waiting an hour to two hours for right. it to even 
Oh, and, and maybe yeah. buckle up because you don't know how many yeah. milligrams, you don't know what you're getting into. Oh, oh shit, did I do 200 milligrams? Yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah, I can't. Right. I That's a, one thing me and Reed talk about on the show a lot is just where where you see um, cannabis recreation completely legal, you know, smoking consumption actually coming down because, you know, more people are either experimenting with edibles or drinks, different things like that. So I was just curious, you know, with where you're at um, in the Ohio market, do you ever see a day where there will be, you know, a place where we can go and, you know, get a cannabis drink or some teas and like maybe where you're not allowed to sell alcohol there, maybe, yeah, or maybe it's BYOB, but I was just curious. To be real, I think that's, that'll be the future. I mean, right now there's a big push in the, the beverage space, right? I think Paps Blue Ribbon, right? Yeah. The, the, some of these bigger companies see value in, in, in the drink space specifically yeah. because of my, the way I see that, like I'd rather take a six pack of Keef to the party these days. 100%. You know what I mean? So in a rack market, you know, Keef is unstoppable, I think. Um, yeah. We're a little handcuffed in, 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 a med, in a medical market, in my opinion, with some of these sure. drinks. I think our competition does 30 and 50 milligram cans, which right. I really enjoy that. A 50 milligram can is great for me personally, but uh, I think our, ours are 100 milligram, right? But we're going to drop a 500 milligram again, minor cannabinoids. But but the, back to the consumption lounges, yes, please. Like, why shouldn't there? I mean, I think right. a lot of people, have children, you know, you want to smoke around the kids maybe, or you got a roommate who doesn't fucking hates the smell of it, or your fucking yeah. grandma. Who knows? Like, there's a million reasons why you, I would pay a monthly fee. Oh, for sure. You'd have a membership or something. So I, you know, I, I didn't, let's go. If you got an idea, I've been thinking about that for years. Right. <laughs> no, I was just, I, I don't I know all the laws around it, but I do think Ohio's uh, probably a ways off. I yeah. could see it happening in Michigan. Michigan already has some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, in California, I think Cookies just opened their first consumption lounge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Ohio. Or- Michigan. Michigan. So I, I think so. 22, if we get a rec bill yeah. passed. Yeah. You better believe somebody's. I'm not. We're not the only one to toss this idea. I mean, that's no, one no, of my dreams. I, I want to have consumption. I already have. I have it. The vision in my head already. Like I know exactly what we would. You know, you can all kinds of extra. Um, you can support the community through something like that, art and yoga, sure, yeah. and go on and on about what you can do with that space, right? Um, right. So I hope. I pray we see that day. I mean, as an event space, and I know we've talked about that. If Ohio, it'd be great if we could have more cannabis-friendly events. Um, right. Yeah. You know, if there was a club like that where, you know, that stuff was able to take place, that'd be incredible. Um, and I think that comes too with the community. Okay, a speaking up and, and somebody like just pulling the trigger, but b like as more people become cannabis friendly and are using it as a medication there's going to be a need for that space i i I think old folk homes i think i mean there's tons of people who won't be able to to use this medication just because of their surroundings so we're going to have to make that an option eventually i think there won't be an option yeah as um you know as growers and whatnot in the space do y'all see um you know opportunity to grow like hemp to to make things like you know shirts or uh paper things like that the Declaration of Independence was written. <laughs> if we could, I wish more people would grow it to get back to that. Right. Um, I think in Ohio you can hold a hemp license for six hundred dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Right. No, a year. It's cheap, yeah. You can you can right. do everything and, for a couple thousand dollars. Processing, cultivation, 
so I wish somebody, I, I think that takes the right collective, right? The right set of people going, right. we're going to grow this for that purpose instead of right. combusticating or processing. I think, I think it's happening and it's the, the transition into, into it is going to take a little while, but I think right. Oregon and some states like that are just way, way further ahead of Ohio. It'll um, be part of the sustainability um, conversation I, eventually, I do right? Think there's, yeah, I think it's definitely going to happen. Um, you know, I, th I think a lot of stuff will hemp, hemp, hemp biomass has a lot of uses and I, right. I think well, see it. And also again, they having the creative like group, it's guys like us, like dudes like us sitting around having these conversations, turning it in like manifesting, right. As, as yeah, I right. That, right. Well, I, you're you're hundred percent right. The more it's talked about, the more, you know, it's, it's likely to happen. Absolutely. Um, totally agree with you there. And that's one of the reasons why we're on the traffic report, baby. Let's go. Yeah, so um, let's move on to, I, I kind of want to know, now that you work with Buckeye Relief, um, what, do you, what do you continue to do to, to advocate for, you know, the, the cannabis community? And, and then what as a company are you guys able to do? Um, are, are you guys able to, you know, sponsor events where you try to get people signed up for med cards and, and that kind of stuff? Or, or, or are there limitations? So that's a good question. I think it depends which side you're on. For example, on the dispensary end, it was really hard. We Those groups weren't allowed to work with those doctor's offices and clinics. So uh, on commerce side, on the growth side, I, we got a little bit more wiggle. Um, I, I think we're always trying to, to push that envelope. I don't know what they're doing currently with patient side, but again, a lot of times we're strangled by by the powers that be on, on how much we can do that side. But I always, you know, friends, family, I'm always telling people, go, oh, I, know, yeah, I know you right? are. like, uh, go get your card. You got no reason. Like, why not? Uh, at least you know, people are like, well, I got plenty of good stuff. I'm like, well, oh, yeah, let's give us gonna the be pitch. a day, bro. There's yeah, gonna be right. a day. <laughs> yeah. So give us the pitch. What does it cost to get a card? Um, and you know, what are the benefits in your opinion of having one versus, you know, dealing with the black market? I mean, right now I think it's, uh, between 100 and 200 for the mm -hmm. initial and then like the renewals i think i've seen 50 75 all right so not um, bad so it's finally it's catching back up for a while there it was like you know i remember four four years ago i was hearing three people were charging 600 i mean i think people yeah. were were probably robbing yeah, some people yeah. originally and that's kind of what drew me to green team it was like they, they weren't trying to price gouge a lot of people they you know, they're known to give, give away those recommendations to people who, who want them. Um, it's good. I'm glad you brought that up. I need to segue something with Buckeye and green team on, on the card front. So that's, yeah. um, that's probably that I should be doing. So, so I'm glad you brought it up. I'm going to work on it. Um, and then I already told you as far as my side, I'm always, I live breathes. I sweat, you know, people are annoyed with me. Like, shut up. We know go get your card. <laughs> right. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, I saw uh, just when I was going through some uh, some notes and whatnot, uh, what was the story when you helped a blind lady get to the store? <laughs> so that was one of the, the, the stories in the Green Entrepreneur, too. Uh, yeah. When I first opened the store down in Springfield, Terrasana, there was literally this, this oh. she was basically blind and, and was led everywhere with a cane. And she called up one day and was like, I, I'm having trouble. I don't know where I am. I'm trying to find a dispensary. I'm like, where are you? She's like, I I, I'm around the block. You know what I mean? I, I don't know where though. Like, shut, you know, my security's like, shut up. Like, what? I'm like, hold on a minute. Like literally it's, it's Springfield. It's right. there's like one road fucking yeah, we're yeah. in like back in these hotels. So there's right. not 
whole lot go so i step out i look around i look down the way and i she's at this fence line i can see her with her cane up against the fence like kind of like almost like dead ending into the fence like couldn't Damn. get around it was just a long fence so i you know ran down there grabbed her and i it literally escorted her back to the dispensary so oh that's incredible man no, that's awesome. awesome. i fucking love yeah. that right yeah, I read it in that article, so I just wanted to uh, make sure that I, you know, that we got it out there on the airwaves a bit. I appreciate it. That's a good one. No, and that's great too, because it's like these are the people that cannabis is helping. You know, you not you might not well, those, elderly yeah. women, but yeah. No, to to your point, Reed, like that that was the the one positive I got out of the retail side of that was all all those positive stories about you the real patient improving people's life, like astronomically improving people's lives. I mean, I'm talking traumatic brain injuries and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, people come in like, wait, who you're that person. What happened? Holy smokes. You're a whole new person. This is crazy. You can have a conversation. Yeah. You can, I mean, it's, it's stuff we all take granted for, right. You know, These people and we're just, crazy. we're just, you know, touching the surface too, you know, mm-hmm. as, as we, as, the, the products continue to develop and right. you know, the genetics continue to develop um, and they can, re- and once it's not schedule one anymore too, and they can research it more, um, yes. you know, it's just going to keep getting better and better. So, well, that's what I'm excited for the research side. I've always joked, like somebody poke me probably like I've been smoking for 20 years, yeah. like, right? Like almost daily for 15 plus. So right. Me prod me like I just went and got my blood drawn last week. Everything's straight. Like I, I'm not the healthiest motherfucker, but I'm not unhealthy by any <laughs> right. so, um, I've always joked. Hey, like remember that super high me? Did anybody ever watch that? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like super size me, but about getting he gets hot, nothing but high. Right. For 30 he didn't, days even, he didn't even smoke high, that much. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. And for the thirty days, uh, he's not smoking like nothing. Changes. Doing the, the volcano mean? bags. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Let's go. Vape only, baby. Yeah, bro. That's a compliant Ohio device right there. Yeah, that's oh, right. They're, they're all about the vape, the vaporization. Got to vape in Ohio, guys. That, Come on. that burnt, that up. burnt popcorn. No, are you not allowed yeah. to use those in Ohio? That's no, you're they, supposed to you vape to. only. Yeah, you're oh, not supposed wow. to be summoning any other thing other than vape. If you're um, burning a joint, you're breaking the law. Yeah, yeah. and we got to report you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's down. I mean, the FBI data was just released. You know, uh, arrests are down, but there was still a uh, a cannabis arrest every 90 seconds in 2020. Beautiful, man. You love to see it. Jesus. Like, come no, on. You think we'd be beyond <laughs> that, but whatever. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's, it's still uh, out. It's still outpaced and outperformed violent crime. Yeah. But I think that goes back into my point, get your card. You know, I tell people, at least you have like a liable, somewhat of a defense. Like I have friends like, well, I got my fucking CCW. CCW is a big thing. A lot of people. I like, know so have well, if I shoot somebody, yeah, you if you shoot somebody and you don't have a card, you're going to piss dirty. So at least if you piss it's dirty, right. you got your fucking card. I mean, that's right. my mentality yeah. with it. But everybody, I get it to each their own. Yeah, um, also, when Right, do it the right way. You know, make sure one laps, get the other one, and you know, you just gotta trick the system, guys. Come on. I mean, I haven't been keeping up with it, but is there? Have they developed a test that you can actually see if someone has cannabis in their system within at least I don't know twenty four hours? Piss so, test, yeah. the blood test. Just like yeah, a blood test. But 
I've seen, so what they're researching now is pre-metabolic levels, right? Pre yeah. and post-metabolic levels. So when they zone and dial on that, that's might be like lights out for like cannabis DUIs. I, I worry yeah, about. That's, a big that's what I mean. With, with all of this comes like some negative connotations, right? right. Like yeah. people will be arrested in, in 10 years for cannabis DUIs, right? Just like they do for alcohol. And it'll be very similar in how, but anyways, let's <laughs> not even go there. Right. <laughs> yeah, which that kind of sucks for, for me personally. Yeah. I don't believe there, there are times where you can get too high, but comparing mm -hmm. it to alcohol, you can drive high so much better. It's not really. Well, and Craig, this is what I like to like. It, it's about like with alcohol, your inhibition, all that you're yeah. liable to make a stupid decision when I'm high. I'm like, okay, I'm too fucking high. Like I'm not, I don't, don't want to drive. Right <laughs> That's right. How I, feel, I mean, you know? it would, it would be the same thing if you were taking, let's say like an antidepressant and you started to like get a little dizzy, you're not going to go drive. Exactly. You know, I mean, like so there's certain levels, you know, to your cannabis consumption, obviously. So, I mean, well, I guess it's just it like the similar. old argument about kids. Like, you lock your shit up around your kids. You know, right. you always hear those terrible stories about six year old gets a 100 milligram edible and ends up in the hospital. She's fine, right? It, but you lock that shit. Like, what do you do with your regular pills right. and stuff? Exactly. Treat it just like that if you have small children. Yeah, right? it's, if you got kids around, yeah. Animals too. Personal, yeah. personal responsibility, right? Yeah. Like people like it. This yeah, which has died off a little bit in our generation. But so what I what I was gonna say, another thing I wanted to ask you is um, so what do you see? We were talking Ohio might go wreck in a in a year here. Um, it's gonna be on the ballot probably in 2022. What do you see uh Buckeye Relief doing? Will they get into the rec market as well? Um, you know, or, or will they? Stick? I think it'll depend on a few things, right? I think it'll depend which bill they pass because the one I read, it was like med guys get a two year head start on the rec market, right? So, so that that's a whole different look than probably the other one who says it's a free for all. So, I think it'll depend which bill passes. Yeah. But realistically, when when I look at them as a company, I see I see a lot of, of you know when we talk about Keith, the Keith Cole, Willie Willie's yeah. Reserve, the Willie's line, right? Um, yeah. Old Pal, I don't know if you know about Old Pal. Yeah, it's old pre ground, pal. pre ground in a pouch. You know, it comes with papers on the West Coast. Yeah, right. So. Do we have a, a good rec vibe to us? Absolutely. Oh yeah. I, I would kind of like. To, I would like to see both, where where we're still, yeah. where there's still right. a medical option. Yeah. Or, or you can get the, the rec. I mean, right. And I think it'll all, it'll all depend how it runs the rules and the regs, right. What, what does all that look like? But um, that'll be really interesting to see how it twists and, and, and again, what the state it will allow. Like if yeah. they allow small business, I, that's a whole game changer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I guess so that, that makes total sense there. Um, I, you would expect them to give, something to pass that gives the medical companies a little bit of a head, a head start. Um, you know, since they're already kind of have put the work in and, but you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, I am one of just hope if you're going to do rec, just open it up. Let us all right. Like yeah. America, right? Like it, it's, it's, you know, we all start at the same spot and we fucking summer, run. Yeah. Right? One yeah. thing. And yeah. And if it's recreation, I mean, you should be able to grow it at your house or, you know, you should be able to open up a business. I mean, that's yeah, why it's really world. important that we that we look at the verbiage on all these bills. Make sure right. we all pay attention to, and we pick the right one. Because I remember that one a few years ago. If we had voted on that, we'd be in a totally different position. Right. Uh, I don't know that it, it was an oligarch. So it would yeah, have people been support a pharmacy, but at least we can fucking push these guys. We can vote. We can, yeah. you know, the other one they wanted to push prior to this, we wouldn't be able to do that. So, yeah. Right.
And this is a this is on a little bit of a, a higher level, but just recently with Amazon, you know, lobbying the federal government for legalization, I'm like, I don't know if that smells good or not. Yeah, I don't know if it is a good thing. I don't. Either. I mean, because I know, like, if they get it, you know, take me, you know, say federally legal, maybe that helps them get more workers and get around some loopholes, maybe there, like with insurance and whatnot. But I don't think it smells good either, just as far as for the smokers. What that, yeah, what that means for the industry, the smoker, like everything. Push through a shitty bill that's you know going to allow a few corporations to dominate cannabis potentially. Right. And then, then Amazon's just going to buy those companies, like whoever they end up being. And that's always have, my biggest fear. I think we all share that fear of like big, big corporate, like big, big corp America, right? Like right. Think fucking Coca-Cola and these fucking guys. Like, just stay over there and do Coca-Cola, you guys, right? right? Like Marlboro, stay over there, do Marlboro. Like stay right. out of the cannabis. Please. You know, and, and does that come down to the consumers, you know, banding together and, right. you know, you know, maybe each state has some type of, you know, uh, committee or something where you try to encourage consumers to support local or right you know that's well that's what sucks we all we all preach it but does anybody really follow like we all no. i just went to walmart People want the you know what i mean like what am i doing and... <laughs> i'm saying like yeah to your point like i wish we could I, I, that's why i worry i don't know that, that we can do that right. you know and I, I worry about it too but i do think one thing separates cannabis smokers at least like you know your tradi- people that have been smoking for 10 plus years like we have you know um there is kind of this, you know, we got a chip on our shoulders. Um, yeah. We've seen what it came from. And there's right. there is a deeper appreciation amongst us for small batch stuff, um, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I do think they, the smaller guys could put up a fight against the, you know, the marbles of the world. And, and well, at least give us the opportunity for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, right. what? I mean, come on. So, but I, I realistically, though, yeah, I think – Yes, short answer. Yeah, I think they would transfer into Iraq market on the way. Don't see it. Yeah. So, all right, here, let's move on to one other thing that I really, I've always wanted to talk about with you. What is the deal with the tenth of an ounce thing in Ohio? It makes some sense to me, but I'm also like, why are we the only fucking state in the United States that does this? Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, in a nutshell. Like long story short, Board of Pharmacy oversees all this. They were trying to distinguish themselves from the black market. I think. Yeah. What sucks about it is, is, at the end of the day, it's just a fucking weight, right? I think. Yeah. Does it really matter? No, but it's like why deviate from a system that's already in place? Been right. Used forever, right? Like I've been buying it by the eighth. Like the people you know, system. First time I bought it, but. <laughs> Dude, the tenth almost makes more sense though. Right. A little I mean, bit. What is well, it? Almost, 2.8. So logistically, logistically speaking, yes. Because, yeah. I, you know, there's 10, 10, 10 things in a pack right now. 28 yeah. grams, 2.83. There's, there's, there's 10 of them. So logist, from a logistics standpoint, it works well. Um, I, I think it also really goes to show that the people at the top and the regulators don't fully understand cannabis. Oh, yeah. Like – 2.83 is two days off of your daily, uh, your 90 day allotment. A, a gram of extract is one day. You're going to smoke that gram of extract in f- far more than one day. You know what I mean? Like two, like yeah, I'm going to smoke right. that 2.83 hours in 12 hours. So <laughs> right. like to, to put it in those terms is kind of. Yeah. It's it a lot like of the people that put it together just really didn't have a clue. 
kind of. No, and, and now so now you're seeing the 8.49s, the, the 14 half ounces. We're finally putting ounces to market. We just doubled up gross space, left two tiers. So we're going to be able to do more half ounce and, and ounce options. But then that's dinging your days. You're killing your days with the bigger. So so explain explain oh, to me the yeah. laws around these days. I just I don't even I'm not I don't know them. So it's like a prescription. So think about it like any prescription. You have a a, a 90 day window. Right. right. So uh, every purchase costs so many. It's like a point system. So right, every right. purchase costs so many points off of your. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's not 90 days anymore. They switched it. My bad. It's 45, two 45 day windows. Jesus I'm sorry. It's a full 90 day script. Again, they're putting it in like classic pharmaceutical terms. And right. then that's part of my big problem with this whole industry. It's like stop putting it in the pharmaceutical box because it's not. We right. can't treat it like traditional medication or pills. Or so you can, but you can buy like dabs and concentrate on the same scale as flour, like per day. Basically, if I wanted to walk in and get forty-five grams of concentrate in one purchase, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. That- <laughs> like, you know, and, and part of that was, well, stopping the, the flow into the black market. Well, yeah, guess right. what, bitch? For 45 grams, I, I can go sell half of that and make my money back. I mean, right. originally you couldn't because the prices were too high. But it, it, it's little things like that where it's like you guys just aren't thinking. Like, just so, stop trying to reinvent the wheel, right? Right. So what, what – let's say you just want to buy flour. What is the total amount you could get for your 45-day allotment? It basically breaks down to, I believe – three to four ounces depending on tier let's let's remove oh yes let me backtrack the tier system so there's anything below 22 percent is tier one anything above 22.9 is tier two tier two takes more days than tier one i mean you see they complicate it's like they complicated it on purpose so grandma goes what the hell sounds like a clusterfuck right that sounds that sounds terrible (laughs) it is and it's taken a lot of education and it's taken a lot of time in the percentages, another thing, Jeff, we're capped, at 70, we're capped at 70% on extract. So if, if I pull a 92% extract, I got to either go back and cut it w- with terpenes or CBD. We try not to do any CBD cutting, but sometimes you don't have a choice. Like the, if I, Especially when you're getting the high 90s, I got to bring that down to even sell it to you. So, yeah, so stupid. some of that complicates a lot of this. And again, yeah, it goes into, like, do you understand the science? But. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You know, the science is a lot of times the shit that is 30% THC is getting you less high than the stuff that's 15%. There it is, terpene. Whole, I mean, we yeah. we lose a whole sect of this plant when we focus on percentages. Like, yeah, and, right. and meanwhile, they're not allowed to teach about terpenes outrightly in the, in the, in the dispensary. So you got to like be all passe um, yeah, about it. You got to be careful. I can't tell you this is definitely, you know, you got to be really careful how you tell people oh, things. And they get it. I don't, so you don't want to promise somebody something's going to work, but like, terpenes is a whole, this, that's it. Right. Like THC to your point, THC is THC is THC. It's the terpenes yeah. that drive it within you exactly. and you and me. Like mm-hmm. it's why it affects us all differently. Yeah. yeah. Fucking bizarre. But the day count. Yes. I mean, that's, that stops a lot of people see that and they're, discouraged you're like what do you mean i'm limited well fuck this then you know i mean i know it discourages people oh you know somebody who's never had it before like if you've never used cannabis that's a lot you're not going to reach those limits but if guys like us we're going to reach those limits so yeah i mean you smoke a couple joints a day and 
Well, you vape a couple of volcanoes in a day, and <laughs> next thing you know, you're at yeah. No, you oh, throw a gram great. in your volcano every day, and there it is, boy. Yeah. So I guess let's uh, we'll we'll wrap it up here in a few. But I wanted to yeah. ask, um, you know, what are I know there's a few other guys that are small batch um, that are doing a really good job uh, on growing. Um, and I see you, yeah. you, you, you repping a few brands that, that you like. Um, so I guess what are a few companies that you think are hitting the nail on the head, doing some really good small craft, small batch craft cannabis stuff. Um, and, and what, yeah, what are those brands that you like outside Shout of out that? Yeah. As you know, cause I'm a patient, right? So I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I prop up you know, I'm not opposed to propping up the competition, right? Yeah, and there's biased. room for everybody. It's not, you know, yeah, it's it, we all work together, you, uh, you know. And in fact, more often than not, I, I'm buying competition's product over VR product. I mean, not that I, I love your research. <laughs> well, exactly. that's the biggest thing. But no, I like, so Wellsprings Fields, yeah. they're, they're, they're a smaller Ohio-based group who I think is doing some really unique, they, you don't see their flower a lot out in the market, but they do a lot on the edible side and the contrite side, mm-hmm. concentrate side. That's, that's really nice. Their, their BHO, their diamonds and their, some of their extracts are really nice. And then they, they're ones doing the Delta eight chocolate. Yeah. For your nice. boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but they're, they're doing some cooler shit with minor cannabinoids, which, which we're about to spring up and start doing too. Uh, flower side, uh, what are my guys here? Uh, Woodward, uh, Fire yeah, Rock. I was, gonna say, I was hoping you would say Woodward. They're yeah, I mean, they, so they're you know, some Cali, Caldinian rooted uh, guys. Oh, Caldinian and, guys? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so they're, they're back to, it's, it's, that's why that stuff, I mean, it looks and, and it smells like Cali. When, when I see it, I'm like, man, this is what I'm looking for, top shelf. I mean, they, big, beautiful, uh, you know, even buds, they're using high pressure sodium. A lot of us are using LED. So HPS uh, is where it's at, obviously. Well, I'm pretty sure don't quote me on that. I feel if I'm, if I'm wrong, I'll feel bad. They're they're not growing that stuff with LEDs. I can't imagine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know LEDs are getting better, but you know, HPS is where it's at for the best of the best. I also like Grow Ohio Butterfly Effect out in Zanesville, yeah, my parents' hometown. They do a lot of like veteran-backed stuff, which I'm cool. I'm all yeah. about. Um, uh, check them out, everybody. If if you know any veterans, get involved with them. I, I, they're always looking f- for people on that front. I think. And then who else has been catching me lately? Um, those well, their drinks. I think I, I talked about those. They do these little thirty and fifty milligram cans. They do like an orange soda. The, the root I, beers and stuff. I've seen. Yeah, do they try the orange soda if you get a chance? It tastes like an orange sunkiss. Yeah, well, I'm not a medical patient, so you know. Now we gotta get you. What's up? What are you doing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, doing? call me afterwards. Um, and then read it. Read is a uh, read is a cannabis hipster. He will never. He will never join. I, I, I've thought about getting a med card. Funny, you know. But, I mean, it, it's coming. I think in the next year, you may not even need to. So Viva la resistance. I'm just like, you know, I got some, I got friends with companies in Michigan and stuff. So it's always been like, no, I, does it make sense to go pay that extra money? And, you know, so, yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. Certified cultivators out of Dayton. Certified, came out real, yeah. They came out real heavy and hard. Uh, the Weprin brothers, they own the, um, the, sushi, the sushi spots here in town. What's the fucking name of them? Uh, what's that one in high street henderson you know them jb what is it um yeah i know you're, t- oh. I know you're talking about 
Uh, right by uh, the, the high like, school. It's like uh, Chipotle burrito. I'm gonna look it up because it's gonna drive me fucking crazy if we don't. For the weapons own that. There, there's some two brothers. Yeah, um, man, I've, I've smoked. I've smoked a little cannabis with these with these cats. These weapons, they're good dudes, man. I forgot. I forgot their. Uh... Damn it. Why can't I think of the name Fusion. of their spot? Is it Fusion Sushi? Yeah, Fusion. Fusion, there it is. Thank you. So certified, really. I got to tour them before they had plants in the ground, and I remember thinking, holy shit, this place is humongous. I mean, they have a humongous growth spot. It's ginormous. Um, I think they're about to fill it out soon and double up on their grow production. Um, oh, uh, shout out Ben Leaves. I got to shout out Ben Leaves. Yeah, Ben Broderick yeah, and Bill Williams. What's your buddy that there. works for them here? Broderick, yeah, that's my nice homie. Um, yeah. they, they they do all that baked good shit that yeah. that I respect. Nobody's really doing a baked good, but Ben Leaves was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it." So, shout out Ben Leaves for sure. They're the capsules. Yeah, yeah, they do a lot of edibles. They're capsules. They got a CBN distillate gummy that bangs to two hundred twenty milligrams. Yeah, I've heard the CBN's great for uh, that. It's for a lot of people take it for uh, sleep assistance. Yes. Right, yeah. So we're about to, we're about to drop heavy with the minor cannabinoid. I mean, to, you were talking earlier about research, right? I think we've just the iceberg, right? We've, it's at the tip. Exactly. We haven't even touched a lot of these minor cannabinoids. cannabinoids. That they're going to be able to, you know, look, you know, locate and you know, and and yeah, yeah, I think. It's, and, and reintroduce, like in Ohio, it's it's a lot of CBG, CBN, uh, and CBD, right? CBG is gastrointestinal. So I think there's probably a high number of patients who, who experience, and I hear it more often than not, especially in the older community, you know, as we age, we all get gastro problems, right? So yeah, CBG yeah. is good for inflammation in the GI. You got CBN for sleep. Um, you're starting to see it mixed with melatonin. Uh, I think wanted as a THC CBN melatonin gummy that will probably launch in the near future. We're going to put some CBN in chocolates. Um, it's great for sleep, dude. I Shout out CBN. I, I was kind of skeptical <laughs> at first. It was just like when CBD came around, I was like, what the hell is this snake yeah. oil bullshit? Dude, but CBN is really... <laughs> It is real. You know, THC is not, you know, and THC is the first one to take hold, but I think a lot of these have so much potential, man. And I, well, I think we, all, we all like THC because of the euphoria, the, the yeah. getting mm-hmm. high, right? None of these other ones don't necessarily get you high. So, um, yeah. and they've, they're naturally poo-pooed in this, uh, in this, you know, we like to get fucked up in this country, let's be honest, outside yeah. of medical. Like, I, I think that's kind of a connotation to a lot of this. Um, in my opinion, it's different than alcohol or any other drug. Like getting fucked up's a, a really bad term for it. Recreational use with weed, in my opinion, but right because um, it just doesn't do that unless you really overdo it, which I think we've all probably ever done it once. And that um, can lead us straight I, I into the the doobs and don'ts. Doobs and don'ts. Doobs and the don'ts. Um, I would. My biggest would be uh, don't take too many milligrams uh, and everybody acts like oh i'm a fucking thousand milligram i, I can't even get high unless it's and, and i laugh when i hear that because i'm like try a, a medical 550 milligram and, and get back to me because i guarantee yeah. you uh, even me, my tolerance i'm I, I i'd be scared to take 500 milligrams i think i'll do it because brandon brown has challenged me and told me he'd fly me out to california if i took a thousand milligrams so i may have to take him up on his challenge but, you might be uh, sleeping for three days, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my California trip, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was actually one of uh, Reed's dubs last week was to um, was, was to moderate your uh, yeah. your edible intake. So we flipped it and made it a don't. 
Yeah, yeah. so now the don't is don't take 500 too at too once. Much. Just look, there's macro and there's micro. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, know what you're taking, right? Like, yeah. And earlier, we were, like talking about, we were talking about the dubs and don'ts and taking little uh, dubs, taking tolerance breaks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Dude, you know, and I thought, yeah. Right. I thought it was perfect with what we were just talking about because trying all these new cannabinoids, you know, when you do take tolerance breaks and then you can try some of these new products and it really allows you to feel, you know, their effects a lot more uh, fully. Well, yeah, too, that's the problem I'm having right now. My tolerance is a little extreme and um, it's, it takes more milligrams and then I have to spend more. So I, I need yeah. to get my tolerance down my, myself. And you were talking about D8. So I think I'm going to start trying to supplement with D8 and see what happens. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, part of mine was I just wanted to take a break. And then, you know, you run out of some flour, like a guy like me running out of flour. I'm like, well, you know, if I just don't take that, those steps to go get it, because, you know, I don't have the luxury, you know, of being in a legal state yet myself. So still rolling. The so they're not doing there. any med at all. I thought they had a med program implemented at least. No, not in. Well, I'm really like in South Carolina, too. So I think they did. But I mean, they don't have like any stores or anything yet. Because I know Virginia, the Virginias are getting. Yeah, yeah, Virginia. I mean, right. they can they can smoke uh, flour and everything. Uh, but that's what I thought it was really funny because I could, I was just at my mom's in Alabama and I could buy you know flour hemp down there that is grown in North Carolina, but I can't buy that flour hemp here. You know, so it's just they grow it here, they can sell it in North Carolina in flour. So like here, I can buy you know concentrate or pens or edibles, but you can't buy flower cbd in north or south carolina what the fuck? yeah but they can grow it there and then sell it other places beautiful love how yeah it doesn't right. even make sense a lot of this shit doesn't make sense man but while no. we have our, our special guest here we can also do the strains of the week so what are you what are you smoking on my friend right now um i think the last flower i just bought was cake it easy actually i'll land this book i really um wedding cake times larry og uh, okay leans more wedding wedding cake i wish i had an image right now but frosty it looks like a frosted wedding cake (laughs) like oftentimes like the wedding cake i I saw that on your instagram looks incredible it does it's it's, turned out really well yeah and they're they're pheno hunting an Alaskan thunderfuck times wedding cake. Okay, so I'm really excited for that one. I'm a big wedding cake guy. Call me up. You know, people are like, oh, there's cake strains. I I don't know. I love them. I, I wedding love cake strains. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a fantastic hybrid. Wedding it's, cake. Yeah, love yeah. all that shit. It's heavy, you, but not Reed? too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. What are you smoking? What am you I got... smoking? Um, I got a little gelato 33. Um, and I'm still. Honestly, I've been smoking that mimosa still. Nice. Fire. It tastes so good. And really what I've been on. Yeah, and um, I'm just mimosa, uh, anything orange, anything orange is my bring it. I love yeah, I love the orange, but the clementine too. We were yeah, we, mimosa we said was crossed was it was part clementine. Yep. Um I haven't had any good clementine, just the strain by itself, but in, in about a year or two, but I fucking always loved when I would get the the clementine. Or tangy. I always get this yeah, mean tangy out of what? Yes. Oh, it's really. Tangy, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my era. I only speak Turpanese. Yeah, I only speak Turpanese. <laughs> That's funny. Speak Turpanese, yeah. But, uh, Andrew, how often do you get to uh, do you get your hands on like some old OG strains? Like, yeah, are they still around? Because we've been talking about that, just how they've been, you know, crossed so many different times. Like, you ever. 
So I, it's funny. I just put, I emailed our head grower last week. I was like, do we need some dumpster? Like where are the Ohio strains? Where's the death star? Right. Uh, again, dumpsters is another one I think of when I think of Ohio, but uh, no, really I, I don't, I, I know a couple private growers yeah. that have right. some pretty extensive seed banks where I'm like, please go wreck. Like, so, I mean, I'm talking like shit from the nineties. Like man. my one friend has a seed bank that rivals probably anyone's honest to God. I mean, there's shit in there. I, I can't even think off the top of my head, but he's got a lot of original land race stuff. I want to see yeah. more land race, more mm-hmm. to your point, like OG. Yeah, I don't think see some Afghani Kush and yeah. some of that shit around. Some more Kush, some more Hindu Kush. Kush. Right. Yeah, the first oh, one I ever grew was uh, purple Hindu. Oh. Purple from the purple Hindu Valley. That's right. Um, sorry, I'm doing my young terp. <laughs> no, but uh, dude, the dumpster, the only way to get those genetics is there's not seeds for it. You have to have a cutting, uh, correct? I that, I think that was always the word. I feel like that yeah, was I, I'm story. always positive. I had a buddy that has he's got a farm out in Oregon. Um, and they were, I don't know if it was him or his partner, they were growing the Jaeger, which is you know, a big Oregon strain, commercial strain, but then they did grow a lot of dumpster. Um and yeah, he had told me that the only way to get it um, was you had to have somebody that had like the original cuts. Um, well, that would explain why it's so hard to source. Yeah, so it's, it's impossible to source. Probably true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great story. We should do a little segment on dumpsters sometime because that's a good good. Little I was gonna say up. let's. Um, I would love to come back and get granular on some of this shit and have yeah, yeah definitely man, have we'll, me. We'll definitely do it. Maybe we can start getting you on every month or two here and yeah, it let's do it and, for real. Yeah. Yeah, sounds yeah. really good, man. We uh, we really appreciate it, Andrew. Thank you so much. You know, we will, uh, like I said, you know, share some, uh, you know, Buckeye Relief, uh, the website where they can uh, connect with y'all, connect with you, and uh, continue to help get the word out. But uh, thank you for all you do for the community, and uh, thanks for being here, my friend. Thanks for having me on. I love I love what you guys are doing. So keep it up. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, we look forward to having you back on, dude. And welcome back to another week on the Weather Report. I'm your host, Big Stack Shoe Guards, checking in. And just wanted to say thanks for being here with us. Really excited to report on a few stories that I've been following. Now, one of the first ones, just wanted to say congratulations, and that is to Mayor Jason Stewart in Cool Valley, Missouri. Now, this is a story where we talked about This is a young progressive mayor, and he wanted to give everybody in his town, a town of 1,500 people, he wanted to give everyone in his town $500 to $1,000 in Bitcoin. Now, he was able to raise that money because he found a few donors who said they would match whatever he could raise. And then this story hit the Bitcoin internet, got on the Bitcoin Twitter, and it got out there like people like myself talking about it, everyone that listens to this show, you were talking about it. And now it's happened, folks. He got all of his funding and more. So everybody in this town, Cool Valley, Missouri, now they're saying they're going to start calling it Bitcoin Valley, but Cool Valley, Missouri, every single person in this town is going to get $1,000 in Bitcoin. And now the goal is to really educate everybody on why they need to hold that Bitcoin. And I believe there's going to be, you know, certain requirements and whatnot in receiving this thousand dollars. So I don't think they can go and spend it right away, but you know, we're still following the story. More stuff's going to come out, but again, it's a huge congratulations to this guy. I was just reading his story. He's got an incredible story, but uh, so his next big thing, like I was saying, 
They have a Bitcoin ATM in the town. They're getting everybody signed up, getting them a Bitcoin wallet because you know, he talked about becoming mayor of this town and how he's, you know, honors it. And he's so excited about it, you know, is, uh, you know, really proud to be, you know, the leader of this town now. And uh, one of the things was, you know, people talked about, could this money be, you know, used for different things? And, you know, through this, you know, this isn't the government necessarily getting money, but he is giving money and people individually are going to be receiving this and it's out of the government's hands. So uh, it's a very interesting story. You know, we're going to have it uh, in our show notes. I definitely please check it out. You know, I'll also have some links to, uh, you know, the local news reports there as well. You know, I got to watch that. But, you know, this guy spent years as an envir- environmentalist. You know, he went all over the world trying to pick up, you know, cleaning up the world, picking up trash, you know, following all sorts of different passions. You know, when he went to Miami University in college and, as a freshman, actually started his own, you know, opened a record store, started a record label, had a couple Grammy and nominated uh, artists under him. So, you know, this is one of those uh, those young, you know, young movers. You know, he's out here moving and shaking. Now he is, you know, a young mayor of his hometown and he is generationally going to change people's lives by what he's doing here. And uh, it's really exciting to see, you know, one of the first things he did as mayor of his town because he has the ability to pardon people was he pardoned everybody who was in jail with a sentence that was involved in nonviolent crime or with cannabis or psilocybin mushrooms. So, I mean, he made huge headlines when he first did that, you know, now he's doing this and, you know, he's a progressive guy. He's got really cool ideas, different ideas, things that a lot of people might not agree with, or things that, you know, people are so brainwashed because of what they're seeing on TV half the time. So you don't even get to sit down and look at some of the ideas because here we go. Here's a progressive using Bitcoin to solve real problems from old issues caused by the financial system. So again, check this guy out. His name is Jason Stewart. He is mayor of Cool Valley, Missouri. Bitcoin Valley. Can't wait to see what happens. He's already on the horn. They're going to be mining Bitcoin here. They're going to be financially freeing everybody in this town. And we can't wait to see it, baby. We are supporting him all the way. And you already know what we like to say. And that is stash it. A little unrelated to Bitcoin or to crypto, but this is in the tech market. Really cool app just came out. If you're familiar with Acorn and how that works, say, you know, I go and I pay at the pump, buy my gas, I spend $2.59. It's going to round that up to $3. It's going to take those cents and it's going to put it into the market, invest it for me, and it's going to grow. So they call it Acorns. And you're like, you're a little squirrel and you're storing your Acorns. And then it's just going to grow over time, right? So it's a really cool app with the same concept, but it's called Daffy Charitable. And it essentially does the same exact thing, but it grows that, uses those cents, grows it over time. And then you can use that and donate it towards charitable causes. And I was watching it on a news report, thought it sounded really cool. Just went on my phone, downloaded the app. I'm on the wait list. So really excited to see what happens. I, uh, you know, who knows? This isn't financial advice. It's a financial app. It's in that fintech category, but sounds really cool to me. So I think it'll sound cool to you. So you should just download it on your phone and check it out. And maybe we can grow some uh, some wealth here and donate it to charity and uh, good causes. So anyways, I'm going to stash it.
Now, this next story I'm going to bring to you, it's coming from our friends over at FTX. Now, I've talked about FTX many times. Their CEO is Sam Bankman Fried. They have a lot of ties to Solana. And we talk about Solano and Sol. You know, we are stashing those ones. And uh, this is just related to that. So we've talked about our man, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, the GOAT. And Tom is an equity stakeholder in FTX, the exchange in the business. Now, he also owns cryptocurrencies and whatnot as well. But our friends over at Voyager, now, the, now as we know, the weather report is brought to our friends over at Voyager. We have a really good link there in the show notes where if you spend $100 on the Voyager app, you're going to get $25 of free Bitcoin. So go use my referral link. It's really good. Now, our friends over at Voyager now, the VGX token is going to be on the FTX exchange. That is really good news for me. That's really good news for you, especially if you've used my Voyager referral link. But I wanted to bring this up because I think it's really interesting and it's really funny that Tom Brady is an equity stakeholder at FTX. Now they are going to list the VGX Voyager token on their exchange. And Voyager just signed Tom's best friend, Rob Gronkowski, as their new spokesperson. So we're all in a yellow submarine, a yellow sub It's all connected, folks. We're having fun. It's a journey, baby. Not financial advice, but I'm going to stash it. Now, this is another story not related to crypto or Bitcoin, but it's heavy tech, baby. And that is Amazon. Yes, our friends at Amazon. Amazon, who we don't want to take over the cannabis industry. I've been posting about that a lot. Now, we don't want Amazon to take over the cannabis industry, just like we don't want our kids treating AI and robots badly. Because that time is going to come, folks. And that time is here. Because Amazon is launching their new robot called Astro. It's a $1,000 home robot that works with Alexa voice commands. Now, I asked everybody this, folks. How are you going to teach your kids to treat AI and robots? Because it's here. And I think it's a real question because you want them to treat them with respect and treat them good and treat them nice. Because those robots, the AI, it's all around you and it's listening. It's going to know how we treat them. So we want to treat them good. Stash it. All right, folks, here's another interesting story I'd love to share with everyone. And that is the Sims creator is releasing an NFT game that plays on your subconscious. Hmm. The Sims. I don't know if you remember playing Sims or not, but it was a simulation. Now, we've heard about that simulation theory. Our buddy over there at uh, Tesla, Elon Musk, he was actually just talking about that earlier this week as well. But let's uh, dive into this story a bit, shall we? The Sims and SimCity designer Will Wright is creating an NFT game named Proxy, along with Gallium Studios. It's a simulation game using artificial intelligence to take players on a journey of self-discovery enhanced by true ownership of digital in-game assets. 
proxy allows players to create 3D scenes of their memories using in-game items. User avatar will be generated to interact with other players. Their aim is to help players gain more insights about their subconscious. They partnered with Forte for blockchain and NFT integrations, which let users to profit from their NFT sale in the game. Proxy is planned to launch as a mobile app this fall. Now, again, we're getting out there a little bit, folks. This is the Sims creators, SimCity, and we got a new game that plays on your subconscious, and it's NFT profitable. Pass it. And next up on the weather report, we've been talking about these protocols a lot. We've been talking about these coins a lot. So we figured I'm going to run through some of these and throw out some numbers, see what these prices are looking at right now. It is the end of the month. It is September 30th, 6.04 p.m. The end of Q3 is coming closer and closer. And I'm ready for the bulls to run in Q4, baby. Now, like we said last week, typically Bitcoin is bad in September. And usually when you're an altcoin, you want to outperform Bitcoin when Bitcoin is not doing well. Now, none of this is financial advice, but I've been talking a lot about Sovereign. It is a DeFi built for Bitcoin. It is built on the side chain of the Bitcoin blockchain called RSK. Now, their token is called Sob. Now, right now, Sob for the day, it is up about 10%. It's at $23. For the week, it's up $5, up about 32%. And for the month, Sob is up about $12, 123%. Now, if you go back and listen, you know, I give a nice, healthy description of what Sovereign is, you know, who their founder is, kind of the team, what's going on over there. Really cool project. You know, if you listen to the Pomp Business Show, you know, Pomp is a big, you know, supporter of this sovereign. I think he's invested, whatnot. You know, they have a really cool uh, founder and like really project leader, Ed Nyago, you know, really has uh, some interesting things just to speak about the space, Bitcoin. He has been around a long time. So definitely think y'all should check that one out. Now, another coin we like to talk a lot is Soul. Like I said earlier, you know, that is tied in with FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, and uh, where Tom Brady is an investor. So I just like to think everything big picture, zoom out and look at it. But I've really, I've used Soul. I've been on the Solana protocol. It's extremely fast. It's really cool. But again, not financial advice. You know, they recently did just have some problems over there. So, you know, this is all new. Things are building. Things are going to make it out alive and things aren't. So, at your own risk, my friends. But Seoul, for the day, Seoul is up 4%. For the week, Seoul is down about 6%. For the month, however, Seoul is up about 48%. And for the year, now Solana is a newer project. It's up about 4.7,000%. And uh, you know, I first started getting into Seoul when I heard about Trevor Lawrence and signing on with uh, FTX, or at the time was a Blockfolio, you know, who is now FTX. And you know, just how that whole story started to build. So, you know, that's another one just wanted to touch on because we do talk about it a lot. And, 
you know, the next one I wanted to uh, chat a little bit about, and that is, like we said earlier, the VGX token, and that's over in our Voyager wallet. And uh, the VGX token, you know, it is, uh, it's newer, it's low, it's uh, not doing too hot right now, I'll tell you that. You know, for the day, however, it's up about 12%. You know, it's uh, ranging around $2.40 for the week. However, it's down 4%, and for the month, it's down 26%. You know, I hold a lot of these VGX tokens, though, because on the VGX, the Voyager Invest Voyager app that is in the show notes, when you spend $100, you get $25 of free Bitcoin. So please use my referral if you're going to sign up for Voyager. But like I wanted to say, when you hold a certain amount of VGX tokens on this app, it helps you in regards to your Bitcoin interest, your Ethereum interest. And then also you collect interest on the VGX tokens as well. And, you know, a lot of things are going to be happening with that rewards programs. Uh, they're going to have a debit card. I'm sure at some point they'll have a credit card. But, you know, I'm here for the long haul. VGX, Voyager, you know, that's a public, uh, publicly traded company. So I've always liked that. And I own their stock as well. So the VGX token, however, yeah, it's not doing bad today per se, but it has not been doing uh, hot over well, overall. You know, I've had it before at $7. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's at $2.40. Another one that we always talk about, obviously, is our friend Bitcoin. And, you know, it's having uh, some choppy waters out there. You know, we need to find some support at 45K. You know, we could uh, keep going down, testing different levels. But, you know, I'm not really one of those guys that knows all these things. You know, I download and take in a lot of information. So, you know, I'm starting to learn it here or there. But that's why I bring on my friends. That's why I bring on Austin. That's why I bring on uh, Marcus. So, Definitely want to go check out those guys as well, too. Marcus is actually coming out with an incredible new Bitcoin course that will start you at point A, and it will make you and get you all the way to plan B, baby. And to name a couple other coins that we'd like to talk about on this show, and we've brought up over the times that we are stashing. And to start off that list, we are stashing the Binance token. That's the BNB token. And recently... Today, for example, it's up about 5% at about $386. For the week, however, it's only up about 1%. And for the month, it is down about 20%. So overall, you know, this is still, you know, this is stashing. I'm holding this. I will not sell it. You know, I've had this coin, you know, reach all the way up to $600 before. And, you know, here we are at 386. So, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've had it long and strong. So we're going to keep on stashing that one, baby. And the next one that we have been talking about, and that is Terra Luna. Now, this is what we were talking about with Austin last week, the DeFi network. And, you know, recently myself, I actually went ahead and I sold a lot of my Ethereum and I bought a lot of Luna on their recent dip. You know, I was DCA and into it, but you know, I wanted to get some really good exposure in it. And, you know, for the day, Luna is up about 12%. We're at $38 for the week. However, we're only up about 5%. And for the month, we're up about 14%. And now Luna is a very new coin. And for the year, however, Luna is up about 11,000%. You know, we've been buying into it. We started around $5 and it got up to 15, went back down, came back up. And, you know, now we're grabbing it a lot in the 25s and 30s. And, you know, this is one I'm just going to keep on, you know, collecting a little bit more and more and more. 
but I'm going to start getting involved and see if I can start making some passive income with it too on a DeFi network. Now, this is something as I learn more and I'm getting more comfortable with. Now, this is not something I would ever recommend. This is not financial advice, especially for somebody. If this is your first go, you don't want to just be doing things like that. Like we have always said on this show, the less you know, the more you should concentrate on Bitcoin, DCAing into that. You know, Bitcoin's going to 500 grand, baby, and we are going to keep on pushing that and keep on climbing that mountain. But again, these are some other coins, some other projects that we talk about on this show. So just wanted to share some information and talk a little bit of numbers. Now, another one that we were talking about on there, I actually just brought up, and that's Ethereum, baby. You know, like I said, I like I like Zed Run. I like to play some different games on the Ethereum blockchain. I like to use the Matic network and I play with little digital racehorses, little NFT racehorses. And, you know, it's it's fun. So, you know, I also own a little Ethereum too. And, uh, you know, Ethereum is at $3,000 right now. It's up about 6% on the day, down about 4% on the week, down about 6% on the month. You know, this is another one. You know, it's probably here to stay, baby. It's here for the long haul. So I'm still stashing that one, but I did use my Ethereum profits. You know, I've been buying into Ethereum for a long time now. And it felt good to get some of those profits and you know be able to try some new things with Luna. So again, not financial advice, but we're having a good time. Yeah, I really like that song. It's a queen song. It's a don't stop me now, baby. Stash it. And last but not least, here on the weather report, we have some news from our friend. He's not really our friend. His name is Fed Chair Pal. And he has come out and said he has no intention of banning crypto, folks. Oh, we're just having a good time, folks. And welcome to another week of the Culture Report. We miss our man, Stash Adams. He'll be back with us next week. Like we said earlier, he was out in California. It was his girlfriend's birthday, so we can't wait to hear about their trip. They were out at one of my favorite house music festivals in the country, crossed fest you know jamie jones was out there throwing it down until sunset and sunrise and every which way in between baby so we can't wait to hear about that trip so for this week on the culture report we are just going to hit on our mindful minute and for this week i felt called to you know read some poetry from Rumi. now Rumi is a uh you know very good you know lots of spiritual poems and whatnot but I really started uh, reading more Rumi when I discovered who Adam Robinson was. And uh, Adam Robinson, I've told stories on the podcast before. I discovered him on Tim Ferriss's podcast when I was coaching football at the University of Toledo. Now, Adam Robinson, check him out on Twitter, an extremely interesting person. He was a chess master. He is uh, best friends with Warren Buffett. He's an international investment banker and investor and has a very cool story. You know, he's a little outside the box and, uh, you know, has some very creative, 
you know, ways of thinking and solutions and how he goes about things. So anyways, that's one of the reasons why I started or reading more Rumi because he was talking a lot about it on Tim Ferriss's podcast. Now today I have, you know, this Rumi spiritual poems book. And when I went to grab it, I just let it, you know, fall open and to uh, see what poem it would come on. And it actually uh, opened up to a, a pretty big poem here on page 50, 50 and 51. And it is called one by one. One by one, our friends filled with joy and quest begin to arrive. One by one, our friends, the worshipers of ecstasy begin to arrive. More friends and sweethearts filling you with love are on their way. Darlings of spring journeying gardens begin to arrive. One by one, living their destiny in this world. The ones who are gone are gone, but the ones who survived begin to arrive. All their pockets filled with gold from endless treasures, bringing gifts for the needy of the world begin to arrive. The weak and the exhausted, the frightened by love will be gone. The rejuvenated, the healthy and happy begin to arrive. The pure souls like the spectrum of the shining sun descending from the high heavens to lowly earth begin to arrive. Luscious and happy, the blessed garden whose heavenly fruits spring forth from the virgin winter begin to arrive. Those who are born from the roots of generosity and love, taking a journey from paradise to paradise begin to arrive. Now, someone once told me when you really love something or you really love someone and you miss them, you've arrived. That's a mindful minute on the Stash of the Bassett podcast. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. I'm your host, Jeff Shugarts, and this is the Stash It or Pass It podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Stash It or Pass It. You can check me out on Twitter, JSHugs76, or you can say JSHugs76. Also, remember to check the show notes. I'm going to have a link there for Letters to the Universe. That is my love's new book, Kelsey Aida. You can check her out on KelseyAida.com. She has an incredible podcast herself called High Vibing It and all the ladies out there or really cool husbands that want to buy their wife the best gift you could buy them. And that is a self-love retreat. My love, Kelsey, she hosts this self-love retreat down in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. It's really cool. It's a luxurious time. You know, I've spent time there myself. So she gets it set up for everybody and I highly recommend it. But again, check it out, KelseyAida.com and her incredible book. You can get it on Amazon or wherever else you like to buy books. It'll be in stores as well. And that's called Letters to the Universe. This is her third published book. She's got a fourth one coming out as well. But thank you so much for being here with us. And as always, you know how we do it, baby. Stash it.